All right, another episode of the Daily Podcast with me, Eric B. And this time I have a special guest all the way from the 808, Mr. Sean Garnett. And we're going to be talking about Haunted Hawaii. So we'll catch this on the other side of the break. So let's get this started. You're listening to the Daily Podcast with Eric B. All right, I have Sean Garnett here with me straight from the 808. From beyond. She's joining me today. We're talking, we're going to talk about scary haunted Hawaii. There's a lot of places I want to ask him about in Oahu and generally, because I know that's where he's from. So I want to ask him about that. But Sean, a.k.a. Cousin Flippa. Yep. What? Saw a ghost. <laughs> oh, uh, no, it's not. It's a little gremlin. Is a ghost is scaring me. It's a gremlin that looks like my son. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. So yeah, Sean Sean's joining us straight from Hawaii. Um if you guys don't know, I've had Sean before, cousin Flipper from um Hawaii Five O. And he's gonna join us and just tell us ghost stories in Hawaii. Sean, go ahead and take it away from us for us. Well, uh, you know, Hawaii is uh pretty scary if you want to talk about you know scary yeah, stuff yeah. um yeah i've been on a few ghost tours over here and uh experienced some pretty cool stuff um yeah it's uh where should i begin where do you want me to begin I mean, talk about uh, your uh, talk about anything that you experienced something that you experienced on any of the ghost tours or one of the most, I guess, the most urban legend places out in Oahu. Like, you know, like if I came well, to you right now and say, take me to the most scariest haunted place that you know of, where would you take me? Well, probably Morgan's Corner. I mean, uh, everybody knows that uh, story about the couple that's in the car and their car stalls and mm. the boyfriend goes out and finds help. And then the girlfriend's like, where's my boyfriend? And then. Uh, the cops come and take her out of the car and she they don't look up. And she looked up and it's the boyfriend hanging oh. from the, you know, the tree. And yeah. And they say if you hug the tree or one of the trees on over there, then you'd be a part of the tree. Oh. Um in Hawaii there's a lot of uh I guess they want to say like portals or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah. the another dimension or another uh, paranormal uh, place, and a lot of in in the banyan trees that I've heard. Yeah, uh, I heard I heard the banyan trees there are are, are kind of creepy. Yeah, it's beautiful, but like it just, I've heard a lot of stories about like some of those trees are portals to another paranormal dimension, and yeah, not to mess with it. That's why you know when they did the international marketplace, they didn't touch the trees. Yeah. You know when they refurbished it. It was like, we just let it go. Cause they built around the banyans, right? That's what they did. Yeah. The spirits might get mad and yeah, you don't want to make anything mad, especially, you know, Hawaiian spirits. Yeah. Not out there. So, Look what happened yeah. to the Brady bunch when they came out there. Oh yeah. yeah. That's, I tell a lot of the tourists when they say, hey, we're going to go to the big Island and all that. It's like, okay, please do not take any lava. Rock. Yeah. Don't take any lava. Rocks. Do not. Because it happened to my my grandpa, I think, because uh, he went to, went to the lava. He put like a quarter, kind of quarter inside the lava, put water on it, and he made kind of a souvenir, brought it home. And I think my Uncle Moses, like almost, he got sick and almost died. Mm. So my grandpa, Grandma Mokua, he was like, boy, did you take anything from Big Island? He's like, oh, I got this lava rock. He's like, go back to Big Island put it and put back. it back. And uh, say sorry, you know, give an offering to the, you know, Pele and all that. And yeah. After that, it was fine. So uh, it was a very true story. I told the tourists, do not take yeah, any yeah, rocks. Yeah. Do not take anything. I got it. Um, unless, unless it's in, it's in an ABC store, then yeah. it's cool. <laughs> but uh, please oh, do not. I got a friend of mine who, um, who there were a couple, this was about 10 years ago. They, they went to Hawaii for their honeymoon and uh -huh. she took some sand she put it in a bottle oh. took some sand 
and they couldn't get pregnant. They couldn't get pregnant wow. for like, I want to say for like two years after they came back from Hawaii. And then mm. one of our friends said, well, you know, you took sand and that's probably yeah. the gods over there telling you like, Hey, I'm not going to give you a baby till you return my sand. So they went back to Hawaii. They re she returned to sand from the beach. She got it from. And then sure enough, she got pregnant. Wow. So it's like, yeah, I, I believe in that. I believe in a lot, a lot, a lot of that stuff. You know, it's like, when mm -hmm. I go to the, you know, the swap meet, you know, I see those wood carvers and all that stuff. I always make sure that, you know, the wood is blessed or it's something yeah. that, that, you know, I can bring back with me because the last thing I need is, you know, a anything latching on and all yeah. that mojo, you know, the juju. That, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I love antique stores. Yeah. I would love to get things from antique stores, but I know that there's a lot of energy and yeah. stuff that hangs on to that. And I'm very big in the energy stuff, and yeah. I feel a lot of things. I was like, no, you know, I, I really want this manatee statue, but yeah. uh, no, that's okay. It was built Might in have like 1940. Evil manatee that you know latched onto it or something. <laughs> Not to say that manatees are evil. Manatees are most uh, you know beautiful creatures and very uh, chill, just like me. Yeah, yeah. But, um, Morgan's Corner was that on an episode of Hawaii Five O? Did they ever talk about that on Hawaii Five O? I want to Morgan's say Morgan's Corner on Five O. I think they did. Maybe like Hawaii uh, Halloween yeah. special. They talked about that. Yeah, I, I think they did. It was like I think it was an episode with Jerry or uh, yeah, or, yeah, it could be Jerry yeah. Garcia. Yeah, um, I think he did an episode on that, and uh, yeah, I was uh, thankful to be a part of one episode on a Five O like. I think one of the last seasons I was on a Halloween episode, so it was like pretty cool. I dressed up as a Elvis. Oh yeah, okay. I, I remember that episode. Hot. Yeah, it was very hot in that wig. Like, oh god. So one of the makeup or the hair makeup guys put my wig inside a refrigerator so it could keep it cool. Keep it cool. <laughs> then he put it on every take. You take it off every take and put it back on every take. Like, oh god. Like, come on, it's man! Just, it's hot here. And this is how the real Elvis felt when he was on stage. It's like, man, I don't want to be Elvis, man. Did you watch the Elvis thing on HBO? The HBO Max? The Elvis Oh, yes. Story? I did watch the Elvis uh, uh, movie. Yeah. I didn't even know that it was going to be like that. I thought yeah, it was yeah. just going to be like, a, you know, like Walk the Line. Yeah. Know, like Johnny Cash thing. Yeah. And then I found out, oh, it's by that one director that makes like, uh, what, Chicago and all the other movies that yeah. he did, and I was like, oh, I was, I was like, okay, this is all right, I guess. It was a pretty good show. I, I liked it. I, it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was I enjoyed right. it. it was right. I enjoyed it. For everyone who's listening right now, we're not going to show, I'm not doing a video. This is just going to be straight mm. audio podcast. This is just something I wanted to get out right before Halloween, just to talk about Halloween and scary stuff. You know, um, yeah. I did a podcast last week. I don't know if you listened, Sean. It was just about haunted mm. experience that I had and a lot of my friends have. Um Ooh here in the bay area and i said okay hawaii has a lot of uh scary things that happen so let me let me touch yeah. with sean have you ever experienced any any hauntings out there mm. you know i don't think i don't think ghosts want to haunt me per se maybe because i like off camera we talked about how angry i look yeah but, uh, but um i had one thing that happened in my apartment uh, okay I think that day my folks sent me like some items from my mom, my, my biological mom, like, you know, little pictures here and there. And like that night, because she, she passed away in like 99. So like having items from her, you know, this was like, I was awesome. But you know, that's my mom. So obviously, you know, I was crying and stuff and had a lot of emotions. So I was like, well, I'm going to go get water because I'm thirsty. <laughs> Went inside the living room, which is right, right over here. Yeah. And, I have my mom's ashes with us over here. So she's just chilling up there. And I went to go get water. And I kid you not, like I heard in like her voice say, Sean. Ooh. And it says, Sean. And like, you know, when you get the chicken skin, you guys call it what? The, on the mainland, you guys call it goosebumps. Goosebumps, yeah, 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 yeah. Goose pimples or whatever. But goosebumps, we call it yeah. chicken skin here in Hawaii. But uh, I just heard it and I got scared. I don't know why the hell I got scared because it was, it was my mom's voice. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, human nature, 
you hear that, you're just like, Ooh. so like I ran back in the bath. Well, I didn't run, but I walked fast. <laughs> and I told my wife, babe, I heard something. And it was totally mommy. It was her voice. And she was like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, it was it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool to hear. Yeah. And uh, to experience that. I really, honestly, I really don't experience like ghost stuff. But my my family, like my mom didn't they experience some stuff too. Because Hawaii to me is one of the most haunted places to visit. I mean, like, you know, you have the Pa'ili Lookout where they had the big yeah, the battle. Pa'i, yeah, yeah, they, they, they had the big, uh, Pali, is it Pali? Pali Lookout? Pali, yeah. Pali Lookout where they had the big battle over there, right? The Battle of the yeah, Islands. Battle of Luwana. Yeah, so to me, that place, I, I remember we went there one of our first trips we went out there. My mm-hmm. dad was there, and you know, it was me, my dad, my mom. And we took the little bus tour to go up there. And my dad had a water bottle and he took the water bottle and he like stuck it in one of the drainage holes instead of throwing it in the garbage. Right. And we were taking pictures and it was, you know, regular point and shoot camera back then with the film, right. Battery was a hundred percent. Everything was good. My camcorder stopped working and I was like, Oh, what the heck? My camcorder stopped working. And my mom's camera just died. Like we had a lot of pictures there. Everything just died. And I was like, well, what's going on? Well, you know, why, why is this happening? And then we go to the camera store and we come back, he looks at it and he's like, Oh, your camera just shut down. Like literally the camera's brand new, right? Nothing's yeah, wrong with right. it. So we go back, we tell him what's going on. And then my mom goes, yeah, you know, my husband, he took the bottle and he put it in one of the holes in the, in the poly lookout. And then the guy was like, Oh, you got to go back and take that out. So then he told us, the, you know, he told us the story, you know, it's a sacred land and a lot of people die there. So like literally the next day we're like, there's no bus tour that's taking us over there. Cause you know, the bus tours, there are just one bus tours. Right. So we, we rented a car without Google maps, try to find our way back up there. <laughs> and when we got up there, sure enough, the bottle was still sitting there, still sitting in that. Wow. Hole. Yeah. I mean, it was only like, not even like 10 hours later, but my dad was like, like he was convinced like okay i'm not right i'm not gonna disrespect this island and my mom was like of course you're like see what you did see what you did you messed up all our pictures (laughs) yeah that happens i mean uh you gotta respect the land yeah Yeah. and if not then the land will kind of disrespect you in a way It'll, it'll, I mean you hear stories all the time and you know i i I believe these stories that i hear just just because, you know, I know these are people telling us like, okay, this happened to me when I did this, but it happens for a reason. And if you disrespect yeah, a, a spiritual island like, you know, Hawaii, then I'm pretty sure these aren't just rumors. These are true. Right? Yep. Uh, I mean, you know, it's just like in the living, you know, you do something wrong to somebody yeah. in the, the real world and it's called karma. You know? Yeah. And I guess there is spiritual karma too. Comes back so to haunt you, right? Comes comes back to haunt you. Um, it's I, I believe in all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so do I, I. I have I haven't seen with my own eyes, maybe because my eyes are very bad. <laughs> but I, I get you know some people can see, some people can't. And yeah. uh, you know my wife has seen a lot of stuff when she was growing up. I always joke around to her that she's a medium, but uh, she rolls her eyes on that. Jeep. <laughs> She's seen some stuff like growing up. But yeah, yeah. Now, now that she's been with me and all that, I think my stupidity clouds her medium <laughs> judgment. Oh, you know, I saw it's a I big, big Hawaiian wall. You know what I mean? I saw this TikTok where this 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 couple were arguing because you know the wife sees ghosts and then the uh-huh. the husband goes, "Honey, I think you're a medium." And she goes, you better shut the hell up because I've never been a medium. I've always been a small. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. Okay. I remember one time uh, I was first going out with uh, my wife and uh, we was living in Vegas. And sometimes if I have a show or something or during the, on the weekends, um, we go to Disneyland because our friend has like, you know, guest passes. So we would use it. And whenever I'm in California, I need to go see Bradley Knoll, which is the lead singer of Sublime. He's buried in uh, Long Beach or West, Westminster. Westminster, yeah. okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Westminster Cemetery. So we go, one of the first times her and I 
right over there. So I'm, you know, just looking down at Bradley's grave and all that. And then she looked, she's like looking up like somewhere else by the tree. And I was like, babe, what you looking at? And I was like, oh, I'm looking at these two people. It's like two people. And I was thinking like, you know, it was just two people looking at their loved ones. Yeah. 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 And I looked up and there was like nobody there. I'm like, oh. for real, you look at people it's like, yeah, it's like, what do they look like? It's like they, they're wearing like colonial kind of clothing. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, oh, and I'm mind, I'm like, oh, I'm first going out with this lady. And now I'm going out with a freaking spiritual uh, <laughs> advisor to the, the underworld. The underworld. Who the hell is this chick? Who the hell is this chick? Yeah. So yeah, and I was just like, oh, you, you can see stuff. That's great. That's great, babe. Right on. You like? And then I find <laughs> out that she talks in her sleep. Oh. And uh, this is right after we watch Paranormal Activity, and we're you know in bed, and all they hear is a, and she's like, you know, speaking in tongues, and I'm like, oh, great. I'm gonna marry a freaking you know. <laughs> 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 not an evil lady, but she's yeah, it's gonna she's be, communicating yeah, it's gonna be. with the dead while she's he went the dead. And she's yeah. like telling the dead, like, yeah, I married an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to haunt him because he's a dummy. He's he won't believe you're there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's 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 kind of weird because I know a lot of people who who are believers, and then I know a lot of people who are non-believers. Like, you know, when you watch those shows like Ghost Hunters or whatever, you always have to have the one that's like, well, there's a logical reason why scientific all this stuff is happening. Yeah, so so that's kind of like I don't know. I, I mean, I've seen them, I've heard them, um, I've been in situations where, you know, there was a ghostly encounter there. So I. You know, since I was a kid, I definitely believe in I believe in a, a spiritual realm within within us. Um, the ones who don't believe, it's kind of makes me wonder, like, OK, how hard is it for you not to believe that there's something going on? Yeah, uh, they're just as not as cool as us, you know, I just believe it because it's cool. Yeah, I mean, to me, I believe it because it's definitely something there. It's just, you know, yeah. what it is, we don't know. I, I know there's something there. I mean, you can say that your loved ones come to you in your dreams. Yeah. And it, it might be our conscious, consciousness or whatever, like making us dream because you think about them. Yeah. That's why you have dreams about them. But like, I've had dreams where my loved ones come to me. Yeah. And I've seen them. And I felt them, you know, like I can't see them in the real world, but when I dream, that's when I see yeah, them. You know so I, there, there's got to be, there's got to yeah. be a, a place where we can see them or like, there's got to be a spirit. My aunt world. passed away a couple of years ago. Um, she was, she had a heart attack while she was riding a bike and oh my you know, it's sudden. It was sudden. None of us was expecting it. You know, she's a little mm-hmm. bit older. She, I want to say she's like a couple, you're like five, six years older than me. Um, mm-hmm. and that same night when we found out she died, I had a dream about her and her, in her, in my dream, she was telling me like, she, she wasn't ready. She was like, I'm not ready. She's wow. like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to go yet. You know, they, the, 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 the hospital already pronounced they're dead. But in my dream, she's like, you know, the dreams you get where it's like, it's mm-hmm. real, but it's, you know, it's not real. Cause you know, you're dreaming. And she yeah. was telling me, like, straight up, I'm not ready to go. I, I, I still need to do a lot of things here. But, you know, it's like, it's one of those things where, you know, I told my mom, I told my mom years later, I didn't want to tell her, like, right away, but I told her years yeah. later. And when I yeah. told my mom, she was, like, already, like, distraught. Like, she really did say that. And I'm like, yeah, she said that. Okay. She said she wasn't ready. Um, you know, and I believe in I believe in when they do want to talk to us, you know, on the other side, they do come to our dreams and that's mm-hmm. how they speak to us because that's yeah. the only way they can speak to us because we're some you know we're not we're in that other dimension when we're sleeping, right? Mm-hmm. We're in that state of you know you're asleep, your conscious is somewhere else, so it's easier for them to communicate communicate with us. When you dream, do you dream in color? You know, you know, it's funny. I don't think I do. I think yeah. like the blurry background you see in the video right now, I think that's what I see when I, cause I don't, I don't remember in any of my dreams. I, I definitely don't see the color red. Hmm. So yeah. Do you experience other 
sensations like uh, touch or smells or anything like that? Touch maybe, but that could also just be me thinking I'm feeling something, right? Um, mm. I do always feel that that heaviness where it feels like, you know, that everyone says it feels like someone's sitting on my chest when I'm dreaming. Mm. I do feel that a lot when I dream. I've had, I, when I dream, I dream in color. I feel things like it's on my skin. Yeah. Or, uh, I smell, smell things. I mean, it could be because I pass gas yeah. during the night and I'm smelling that or, but I do smell like flowers or if it's like food. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird in a way. Yeah, I mean, uh, if I smell roses right away, then like you know, in in our culture, in the Filipino culture, mm-hmm. when you smell roses, whether someone passed away or whether some kind of um, spiritual party, when you smell roses, that means someone just walked in the room that you know uh, that's passed away. So there was a couple times where my aunt and uncle used to have this party, and we we have this little god that we worship. It's called the Santo Nino, right? It's a little god. And they used to have parties when I was growing up a lot. And, you know, with the parties comes ghost stories, of course, right? They'll be like, oh, it's going to be at your house. So there was one party that we went to. It was someone's house. I remember I was invited. And all the kids start running out of the room. And all the parents were like, hey, what's going on? And they were like, we smell roses. So, of course, they were like, yeah, you guys are bullshitting. There's no way you guys smelled roses there. So one of the, the dad walks in there and he was like, it smells like roses in here. So I told my mom, I don't want to go to these parties no more. Now, um, you're Filipino, right? Yeah, like, Filipino. are you 100% Filipino? 100%. I've heard, like, back here in Hawaii, or I don't know if they do it in the Philippines, do Filipinos, when somebody passes away, do they have the body in the house for, like, a certain period of time? That's only in the Philippines. Only in the Philippines. Only in the Philippines, yeah, yeah. Here, here I think in America it's illegal. Oh, okay. I think so it's, it's illegal to have the body inside the house. Yeah, I think it's, oh. I'm almost certain it's illegal here. But I do know in the Philippines, um, they got it because they don't do, um, they don't do, they don't do, what is that thing called? They the put embalming on, or yeah, something? Yeah, they don't do that in the Philippines. So for oh. the first, I think, couple days, they have the body in the house. And do you then, have, do you have problems with like seeing dead bodies or yeah. in the coffin or? I, I mean, like that, you know, does that bother you? If it's someone I know, if it's a family member, yeah. I'm okay yeah. with it. Um, you know, but what, if it's someone I don't know and I'm, I'm watching them there, then yeah, it does. It yeah, bothers me a little bit. It's kind of kind of different because yeah, you you know that's your family member. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt that when I was a kid, maybe like teenager, my uncle Hikili passed away. He was my grandpa's uh, cousin, and he's one of my favorite uncles. Yeah, he's like the you know what you see is what you get. He's like one of my favorite uncles. I love. I love him dearly, but then, um, yeah, just seeing him in, in the coffin. I don't know that night. I just felt weird. I think the last time I saw one of my family members in the coffin was like when I was like seven or eight. Yeah. And I had a very uneasy feeling, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's different when I get older. It is scary. I mean, it's like when you're looking at someone, you know, that's laying there and then all the memory starts coming back in your head. Like you you remember everything that you've done. And with you, your uncle, you probably remember the first thing he's taught you. And then that comes back in your head. Yeah. It's hard to see. I mean, it's hard to see them just laying there. Um, I can look at a body if it's again, if it's someone, a family member, but if it's someone I don't know, it's kind of hard for me to, to find that attachment to them, you know? So, it's kind of one of those weird things. Like when my kids were young and we used to go to, we used to go to like funerals, like Wait, once weeks. yeah, once a week, we used to go to wakes. One of my, my, I don't remember if it was my younger son or my, 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 my oldest son, but we were sitting there and we were sitting in the back. There was nobody there. The coffin was there in front. We were just, you know, paying our respects. And then my, my son goes, who's that standing over there? Ooh. And then we look, we're like, where he goes right next and he said he said next to the box right next to the box who's standing there and i picked him up i'm like i gotta go 
<laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> but yeah, but you, you know, know they see this. Season, yeah, they yeah. see those. Yeah, they see those. That's why it's like they, they you know, it's it's scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's scary and cool at the same time. It's it's scary and cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know it's funny for this Ghostober, I I I bought a digital recorder and some of the vlogs that I've done, I caught disembodied voice, you know, voices. So I bought this recorder purposely just to go back to those places just to see if I can trigger them to speak again or if they wanted something to say. But a friend of mine who's really into this ghost thing and he's very into like you know you got to be careful when you do this um him and his wife i want to say they're going to start a ghost hunting chapter here in san francisco right he told me hey just be careful because if you open that portal and they want to speak to you it's hard for that portal to close and they will attach to you it might not even be the person you're reaching out to but someone will attach to you and I was like, uh, he goes, you're better off just catching the voices on accident than to actually yeah. say, is there anyone here that wants to speak to me right now? Then you go uh-huh. home, and you're like, yes, I want to speak yeah. to you. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, all right. I probably won't do that then. <laughs> <laughs> That's good advice. That's very good advice. Very good. There's advice. also another superstition that I grew up, um, it's kind of, not not lame, but like uh, even if you're, when you're eating, yeah, and you put your fork inside the food, yeah, and it sticks out. Apparently, I don't know if it's Chinese or Filipino. Like, don't that's a big that's a no no. Uh, also, pointing at cemeteries, mm. uh, pointing at cemeteries because apparently, if you do, then something can latch onto your finger. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like that. That's that's something that I grew growing up in Hawaii, like. No, don't do yeah. whistling at night. Also, wow, never heard that. Uh, whistling at night yeah. uh, that happened to. If you really want some cool uh, ghost stories, please look up Lopaka Kapunui. He tells some awesome stuff. Maybe you can go on your show. Uh, is he on? Uh, is he on? Um, he's, he has yeah, he's on podcast? Facebook. He's on. I think it's a uh, ghost. Uh, ghost of Hawaii. I, I think, think I follow Instagram. him. Instagram. I yeah, think I follow him. Really yeah. awesome. He told a story where I think he was down in Waina or Maile, not a coolie side, and he was just whistling, just you know, just whatever. All of a sudden, this man in a suit appeared out of nowhere, out of mm. nowhere, and he's like, "What you like?" And like Lopako's like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "What you like? You want to whistle? You wanted something? What you like?" And like Lopako's just like scared and dumbfounded, and he's just like, "Ah, I'll go home." <laughs> And then he's like, okay, but next a, time. It's an accident. When yeah. you whistle, when you whistle, you ask me what you want. And he just ran home. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, yeah. Oh. I do follow him. Ghost story. Uh, yeah. Ghost story yeah, of no, Hawaii. No, he's one of the most, and he, he knows a lot about Hawaiian stuff and ghost stories. His mentor was Glenn Grant. Which, okay. Growing up in Hawaii, you know Glenn Grant. And he is. He has the uh, Obaka Files books, wow. uh, chicken skin books. Um, yeah, it's really awesome stuff and, and stuff that we grew up on, uh, you know, growing up in Hawaii. We have this one superstition, and and this is this is like all Filipinos. Like whenever you go to a wake, whenever mm-hmm. you just come from a funeral, anything, you don't go straight home. You go someplace first. And in Tagalog, it's called pug pug, and that means that translates to dust off, like to dust off. Oh. So yeah. if you go from awake, or even if you go visit someone who just passed away, um, mm-hmm. you don't go directly home because a spirit or that spirit can follow you home. So what you do is you you kind of like go someplace else. You confuse the spirit. You know, you go to Target, you go go get gas, go something. And then you dust off the clothing that you're wearing. You just straight dust it off. And it's kind of like misdirection. You're letting the ghost know like, Hey, this is where you need to be if you are following me. Um, so yeah, that's kind of something we always remember to do. I remember when my grandmother passed away. Um, you know, it was a sad moment for me. I was driving home. I was driving from, uh, from, 
an out, a city outside of San Francisco. It was about 30 minute drive and everybody was blowing up my phone. And I was like, fuck, what are you guys calling me? Right. So I, I answered, I go, Hey, what's going on? They're like, you can't go straight home. You can't go straight home. You're, you're, you gotta, you know, you, they said you gotta bug bug before you leave. And I'm like, well, damn, I'm in Oakland. It's like kind of the worst parts to pull over right now, <laughs> you know? <laughs> So pull over, someone's gonna yeah. Me next, thing you know, you guys will be having my funeral. No, but I, I, you know, I literally just pulled over someplace. I got gas, and then I did the whole, you know, dust off the whole uh-huh. whatever spirit was there. And it's just, you know, it's one of those things. And I, I've heard in other cultures, like my my Mexican friends says they have something similar, where to them they just say a prayer to not have whatever spirit yeah. follow them home. So I'm like. Uh- Okay. What my grandpa always taught me was, uh, he said, just fucking swear at him. Oh, man. If something is in the house, yeah, 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 yeah. you just get angry and you just say, get the fuck out of this house. They're not welcome here. Just Go let away. that anger just, you know, give give that spirit the whole evil. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah. The Daily Podcast. And get the hell Eric out of this B. house. They're not welcome. That's, how, what, that's what my grandpa. How was Halloween there in Hawaii? How's you know like here and here and I I know you've seen videos where everybody's house is decked out. You got oh all, yeah. You got all yeah. the you know the the decorations. It's like they say here, especially in California, this is the first month of house decorating because after this it's Christmas. Yeah, so Christmas. how's it out there in Hawaii? Does do you have a lot of those those houses? In you know we we have growing up in my neighborhood. People were in the spirit of, you know, Halloween. They all they had a few houses that would, you know, put the house, the, the lights up. Yeah. And so I remember one house where they had the uh, the fog machine and yeah. the dry ice, and they made like uh, tombstones and stuff with the, you know, the purple lights and stuff. I was like, dude, like some people deck out their, yeah. their houses. Um, nowadays, I really don't see it that much. I mean, around my apartment, there's one family the freightists uh, right across here like they deck out their nice patio and we tried it um but uh you know we just we don't have that much money and electricity is <laughs> is uh you know you want when eat? you're living in hawaii electricity yeah. sucks you want heat or you want decorations <laughs> yeah you want yeah you want you want heat you want more yeah decoration but uh, yeah we deck we decked out our place too but um we just, you know, with COVID and stuff. Yeah, yeah. 2020, like that really stopped everything. Yeah, yeah. Like nobody goes to every, the houses. Uh, we were thinking of taking my boy to my old neighborhood and seeing if people are giving out candy. But we just, yeah, some of the, some of the years have been kind of lame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But back in my day, oh, yeah. yeah. Everybody, like you come home with a killing, man. Yeah. That's how it oh. used to be back. I mean, we, we go to this neighborhood not that far from us when my kids were younger. Um, it's kind of like the not rich neighborhood, but it's not the poor neighborhood either. Um, yeah. and we would just go there. They would close the blocks off. and just two long blocks. You go one yeah. block and then you go to the next block. And then you come back. You, you're done. You have like, you know, lots of candies in your oh. bags. And these houses, yeah. they're, they're like 100% they would deck their place, you know, the, even, mm-hmm. even the owners would come out dressed up, you know, in Halloween costumes. And we would actually, we would go there. We wouldn't go in there for the past. I would say like five, 10 years, you know, since my kids were younger and they enjoy yeah. that place. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of one of those things where since COVID, like I drove by there last year to see if they were, if they were back to decorating their houses. And there was maybe like one house that did, you know, like before, this is that place to go to in San Francisco if you want to see cool oh. Halloween decorations. But, you know, I didn't go there this year just because, you know, it's, I'm busier this year than I was last year. So I wasn't able to go to see if they actually did it. But, you know, my they, they told me, hey, it's back and running if you got want to go check that place out. So well, what is your thing about because, you know, Louis Black, right? He's yeah, yeah. a comedian. He talks about, well, first candy corn. Like, <laughs> I hate candy corn. <laughs> It was all the candy corn was made in 1950. That's my favorite Halloween candy. Just letting you oh. know. <laughs> uh, you love candy corn? I don't love it, but I'll eat it, and I, I, I and I can. It's actually good to me. <laughs> oh. oh, it's just a little yeah. sugar. That's all it is. Uh, anywho, so like he has like a a rant on like if you're an adult and it's Halloween, it's like and if you're 
thinking of going dressing up, don't. <laughs> it's like it's for kids. It's a holiday for kids. Yeah. Don't dress up as you're an adult. You're an idiot. <laughs> Do you dress up? Like, did you dress up? And you know, like, you obviously, you know, because you have kids, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know, you want to be in the spirit of Halloween. You want to dress up for kids, the longest but. time. I did it, but then since I've been working where I am now. Like uh-huh. we have a we have a theme like this year is Harry Potter so it's like okay everyone's oh. gonna dress up as Harry Potter, um but yeah I do dress up just for work reasons um oh. but you know if they go the kids go trick or treating, yeah I don't, I'm not gonna go you know I'll put on a cape and maybe just you know walk around with the boys but I wouldn't oh. like like you know I wouldn't go out and buy like you know two hundred dollar costume. You know, just for oh, yeah. one night, you know, like you see these people out here, they buy these crazy costumes or they make their costumes and then they're, they're not cosplayers. They're just, they just want to be in the big spirit of Halloween. Regular ass people, yeah. which, yeah, I, I think the Lewis Black thing is funny and I kind of agree with it in a way, but it's like, dude, it's Halloween, dress up. Yeah. But then he's, but Lewis Black says like, you're an adult, you can dress up any time of the year. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be Halloween that you have yeah. to dress up. If you want to go to a workplace and be Batman, be Batman. Go for it. Yeah. Be Batman. <laughs> you know? No, uh, yeah. We have a lot of restrictions. I mean, especially that one incident a couple of years ago. There was a Kaiser here in San, in uh, the Bay Area. I don't remember which one, but no. it was during COVID, you know, and everybody was like kind of being careful. And then this person wore a costume that had an air fan like that, that, you know, it would, it would uh, inflate the yeah. costume. Right. But that, that thing ended up spreading, spreading COVID in that one unit because oh. <laughs> all the air was going everywhere and that made the news. It made the news. So like, like everyone's oh, like, well, you geez. guys can't, well, you guys can't wear any costumes with the fans. And next thing you know, like we're getting an email at work saying that, Oh, you guys can't have fans at work anymore. I'm like, dude, it's like, 80 degrees in, in, the, in some of the places that we work at, you know? So it's like, yeah. It's like, thanks, Kaiser, for messing up the fans that we wanted to wear or, or have. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, it's kind of sad how, like, with COVID and it just changed the whole fun of Halloween, yeah. you know? Yeah. Halloween was just so much fun. Like, it just... Just the thing that you're gonna go out and get candy, yeah, you know, and you get to dress up like yeah. as a kid. Like, what, what what did you dress up as? Oh man, whatever. So you know, back in the days, we had those plastic masks, right? And yeah, the plastic mask with a with a vinyl suit. So whatever my mom and dad found on sale, pretty much mm-hmm. is what I wore. That's you know? what you wore, <laughs> like so, the Frankenstein or you know, Frankenstein. Yeah, it's the most common thing. It's like whatever they found, like. Hey, uh, you're going to go as, they made me go one day as, um, God, what's the guy in Kiss with the star on his, on his oh, face? Oh, Paul Stanley. Paul Stanley. <laughs> I have a picture running around somewhere. And then I didn't even know who, the, who Kiss was back then. But they bought that for me because it was on sale. <laughs> I can just hear your mom. You're going to be Paul Stanley for uh, Halloween. It's like, my, no, it's more like my dad's like, you're going to be Kiss. This is going to be you for Halloween. You're going to be kids. You're going to I'm be like, kids. Who's? You're going to rock and roll all night and party every day. Yeah, that's a, and then I had this teacher because, you know, like back in elementary school, you walk around, you do the little parade, right? Uh-huh. And then I had this teacher, this, this you know, white teacher. And he goes, yeah, we're going to rock and roll tonight, aren't we? And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm you're like, like, I don't know. what. Who's, who is this? <laughs> who's Kiss? I don't know who Kiss is. Like, is. Apparently, you know? I'm going to be the talk of the town. <laughs> and then they were like, yeah, yeah. I asked my mom and I was like, why did you buy me this? It was on sale. It's $2.99. It's $2.99 for the first candy. But, you know, it was cool because it was that plastic mask. It had, like, somewhat yeah. real hair. You know, it had the cool costume. But I didn't know nice. who the hell the guy was. You know, like, I think it was, like, maybe, like, five years later, when we saw uh, a show on TV and they had Kiss on there, I'm like, oh, I'm that guy. Oh. Right. <laughs> then I asked my dad, Dad, why couldn't you get me the guy with the tongue? Why couldn't I be, you know, Gene oh, Simmons? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't need that. Man. You buckle up. <laughs> like, you want to stick your uh, tongue out? Go ahead, stick your tongue out. <laughs> so you stick your tongue out uh, without the mess. Lick something. 
But yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what 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 I was. Whatever was on sale, I didn't get to uh-huh. pick my own Halloween costume. Like I didn't get to say, uh-huh. "Hey, Dad, I want to be Dracula." Till I want to mm-hmm. say I was like in sixth or seventh grade. But then back then it would be like, "Hey, Dad, I want to be a werewolf." Okay, they would go to you know back then was Sears, and then they would yeah. buy me just the rubber mask of a werewolf, and I would just wear regular clothes underneath. You yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah, because they didn't want to buy me the full costume, you know. Yeah, the the ripped up uh, the ripped you know, up shirt, you know. They didn't want to buy the, the hands or the claws or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. So you, you uh, can, I was always like a combination of like Jason and Freddy. Like I have the Jason mask and then have the Freddy, the Freddy fingers. <laughs> I'll go through like Freddy fingers like every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll break them for some reason, like slinkies. Like I'll never have a slinky. I'd always. Maybe like two or three days after getting the slinky, I would break it. And yeah. like that tradition has been going on because my son gets slinkies and he breaks, and he breaks it like it. two or three days after the fact. So they don't make slinkies but, uh, the way they used to, though. See, like when we had them, they were metal. Oh, yeah. They were like, you know, made of like vibranium. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Now they're plastic. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. So like you like you remember the commercial back in the days when you take it, you go down the stairs and it'll like go down the stairs. East Ventura. Yeah. Right? Now they do that. By the time it gets to the bottom, it's gonna break because of all that, you know, all, <laughs> yeah. all that energy forcing it down. It just breaks on you. So it's like it's like damn yeah. this piece. So, of and garbage. I remember one year I was bullet. You remember Bullet Yeah? Which one? Oh, okay. You don't know who Bullet Yeah is. Bullet Yeah is back in the nineties. Well, you, well, you probably know. I'm talking to my wife. Sorry, she's over there. Um, Bulea was like a local comedian. Okay. He had like this big Afro wig. He had a missing tooth. He would put like, you know, those black stuff that you put yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. You know, pirates. Yeah. You put it on and he's missing a tooth. And he was like, just smoked out, just brought up. And he was very popular back in the 90s. And one Halloween. <laughs> I was Bulleo for, nice. for I, I look so good. And then he would like um he would have a surfboard and he would drag it with the leash. Yeah, yeah. He would drag his surfboard then going through Waikiki. He had a TV show too. So like he would drag his surfboard. So I had like a boogie board that I found in the trash. And I dragged it and everybody was like, Brother Boo, what's up? Oh god, I got so much candy. They knew who you were. Year. See, that's the cool thing. Hell yeah, yeah. right. I was like, Bada Bulia. And he had like the Bulia t shirt. It's because he had like a T-shirt that said "Wow, Lao Lao." Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, that was a that was an awesome year. Yeah, awesome. One year, me and my cousin, you know, we were we were too old to go and buy our buy costumes. We didn't want to buy our own, you know, be whatever. So mm-hmm. we said, "Hey, let's just make up our own costume." We ended up cool. becoming. Right now, we can't get away with this because this was the most racist costume we ever made so what we did was we just took a white sheet right we put the we put the sheet over our head we took a black scarf and we wrapped it around our head we took a black belt and wrapped it around our waist and we were saudis you know we were like we were like middle eastern people right and then my cousin he had a stick and he goes i go what are you doing with a stick he goes well i don't want to get in trouble so i'm just gonna say i'm a sheep herder Right, so, nice. And I yeah, said, good, good cover up. <laughs> but, but everybody was like, and it's funny because we went to this. It was one of those church Halloween parties, and like uh-huh. me and my cousin ended up like we ended up in the Halloween costume, and we oh. we had most original, right? And then wow, from, good for you guys. And we, it was just one of those. It, literally, my aunt was like, "Is those my white sheets that you guys have on?" Yeah, like, yeah. But then no, you better we, watch it before you if, go get bring it home. That's what you're using tonight at my house when you sleep. <laughs> but me and my cousin, we talk about that every almost every year. We're like, dude, we can't get away with that racist stuff right now because oh, nowadays yeah. people will be like, and, you know, we were trying to do the accent back then, you know. Yeah. You know, we were trying to do the accent, trying to, you know. Give me your candy or I will. And it's funny because I think this one guy who was Indian who grew up oh. in Daly City, when yeah. I said, trick or treat, he goes, Dude, you're in. You're giving me an Indian accent. I go, yeah. He goes, you're like yeah. a Saudi guy. Saudi guys don't have that accent, and they don't do this to their heads. Only Indians do. I'm oh like, oh, God. sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I don't have. Try, I would, I would, 
I'll try to get the accent better next year. I don't have cable. Ah. Oh. <laughs> no, no, but yeah, oh. it was just funny because we would just, you know, we would come up with the most funny. And, you know, you come up with whatever you can. You come up with funny yeah. costumes. One year, yeah. for some reason, my mom had this one man onesie. It was a man onesie. It was a, a onesie for like an adult. And I wore that. I wore a mm. diaper over it. I took a fake mm. cape and I wore a a sombrero. You know the ones you used to get at Chevy's when it was someone's birthday. Yeah, yeah. I used to, I wore that and I called myself El Gucci Gucho, and they were like, <laughs> they're like, what are you? He's like, dude, I'm a wrestler. I'm El Gucci Gucho. <laughs> and they were like, they're like, okay, all right. But that's how we were back then. You know, they're walking away. At least he's using his imagination. <laughs> Good for this kid. This guy would right get he's, pro- he's probably in algebra. He's probably in algebra two. <laughs> two point oh. He's in two point five. He's on the uh, honor roll. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Oh, this was during. God. This was during college. So there's no way. I, if oh, I, if okay. I did that in high school, I probably would have got my ass kicked. You know, it had one of those real. <laughs> the Mexicans like, hey, what you doing? Dressed like that, Holmes? It's like, dude, it's a Chevy's hat, man. It's not real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got it for my birthday. <laughs> I, I never, I never, I never really. I think only the the only one that I kind of made up was the bully EO one. Yeah, yeah. But I ne- I never really was like the type of kid or whatever to like just make my. Oh my! When my mom was around, I was really into the Undertaker, and oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, she made it was right when Paul Bearer uh, left him, and he turned into like more the dark side, and he wore that one thing i don't know like the cut off sleeves yeah and kind of a leather thing and like yeah i think it was an undertaker for one year and i had like the paint on like the tattoos yeah so i'll put the tattoos and i had the, he when he was going he was had a tear in his eye because he thought that he killed kane <laughs> and all that and uh yeah i was fully into the character and yeah it was pretty cool how she made that but like yeah now, Other than that, like I just buy like a mask. Yeah, I mean it's it's easier now to buy things. I mean nowadays these kids, these cosplayers, like you know, I watch TikTok oh, and yeah. I watch these kids make their own costumes out of nothing. And I'm oh, like, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ, you guys have a lot of talent and a lot, a lot of time of- in your hands too, you know? Yeah, like you guys don't have a job or anything. You, you don't have a job. Make these costumes, like, but you know, nowadays, I think you make money out of doing that. Yeah, yeah. You know, like. Yeah. All the stuff that we grew up on, like, you know, just making your own costumes and playing video games. Now, like, you can actually have a job playing video games. Yeah. And you can pay your bills doing that. Or And also, you can make things like yeah. cosplay for movies and yeah. TV shows. And yeah. you can actually work in wardrobe on movies. Do like, something, yeah. Dude, yeah. Go, I mean, go look, out. Go do it. There's a, there's a group called the 501st, right? They're like the nerdy stormtroopers. Oh, now, yeah, yeah. You heard about this story, how the Mandalorian was filming this one episode and they didn't have enough extras to play stormtroopers. So they called the 501st and said, hey, we'll pay you guys. We just need, you know, like 100 stormtroopers for this one at one scene. Wow. And they were like, we'll do this for free just because they wanted to be part of, you know, they want to be part of the Mandalorian. So sh- sure enough, you go out there and you see like, a hundred stormtroopers, and you're you're like, wow, all these wow. nerdy things they've done paid off, you know? Paid off, yep. yeah. So yeah, that's I've, so awesome. No, I mean it's it's cool. It's a cool thing, you know. Like Halloween tomorrow here. If you guys listen to this, Halloween today's the thirtieth. We got one more day for Halloween. Mm-hmm. It's just it's so much different than what it was back in the days, right? Back in the days, yeah. you would yeah. get your candy. Your mom would. Uh, Take the candy. Make sure there's no open candies. Make sure there's no put it on the table and you know. Yeah. Check it out. Check it out. Like last couple years ago, you would get it, and then you would get some wipes and make sure you know, just because of COVID, you would wipe the candies just to make sure that you know it was clean. And and I'm hoping this year it's a little bit more eased up a little bit where you know some of the houses you get more candies, but only time can tell, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Because uh, I, I, I'm playing a lot more gigs down Waikiki, and I can see that, you know, it's going back to my mom. I mean, the streets yeah. of Kalakawa and all that are just filled with, uh, I, I don't want to just say white people, but just tourists <laughs> in general. Is, yeah, like it's, it's what it is. 
almost <laughs> getting back to normal. It is what it is. It you is know, what like it that. is. I'll hopefully, like people of Hawaii and everybody, and you know, people of America, I guess, will just go back to how it, how the ways work. I guess. America. No, it's cool. I mean, I, 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 this is one of the, one of the, you know, they should just make it a holiday. They should just, you know, close yeah. schools and close whatever, make it a holiday. Cause what is, or if they don't do this as a holiday, at least make the next day a holiday. Cause everyone's going to come, come to work smashed and be like, Oh God, uh, I sure don't have that too many, too much bloody Mary's, you know? Yeah. But like, I, I think today, like they're doing a lot of Halloween, like trick or treating. Okay. Here in Hawaii, like everybody's going out because tomorrow is Halloween, so I, I guess a lot of kids go to school. But like yeah. back in our day, like if it fell on a certain day, that's Halloween. That's Halloween. You go out. Yeah. Nevertheless, yeah, nonetheless, you go yeah. out, and yeah. it doesn't matter. You just be hanging at school tomorrow. So yeah. Every, that's the day that I I can go to school and wear whatever I want. And if they say, "Hey, that's illegal," like, "Hey, this is my Halloween costume," you know. So like, in in San Francisco. Um, you know how Hawaii, we have a lot of Hawaiian folklore and legends and all that and all the yeah. ghost stuff. In San Francisco, what, what is it primarily, like, the folklore? Is it Chinese or? A lot of it, uh, like, yeah, a lot of it is 1800s. So, you know, like Golden Gate Park, where, where Golden Gate Park is a big park in the middle of the city. It's kind of like Central mm-hmm. Park in New York. A lot of ghost stories come out of there. Like the main one is the lady in white. There's a lake called. We have Stowe one. Lake. We have lady, a white lady too. Yeah. So there's a white lady yeah. everywhere, right? Um, yeah. So Stowe Lake, supposedly back in the 1800s, she was watching her son, and one son was in the stroller. She turned around. The son fell in the lake, and then Ooh. when she went, ran over there to go get her son, she turned around. And the stroller behind her fell in the lake also, and both her sons ended up drowning. So oh, the folklore is, you know, at night, especially the foggiest, creepiest night, you can hear her crying, looking for her son. Um, yeah. And I actually did a podcast or a vlog about that. And I went around the lake and I tried calling her name and sure, nothing. Right. Um, yeah. But those are one of the stories. But then then later on, I talked to a historian in San Francisco and he told me something that that was kind of intriguing. And he's like, you got to remember in the 1800s, houses was being developed around that park. And kids were getting curious and they wanted to see what's being built in that park. So someone came up with, there's a lady in white that walks around and she haunts people at night. It was just to keep the kids away out of the park at night. So I'm like, oh, that makes more sense than the actual story does, you know. Kind of like the Blair Witch. Yeah, the Blair Witch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, the Blair Witch was created so people, kids would just won't. Yeah go out and hang out late at night. Yeah. That's, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of folklore stories here in San Francisco. And I think I've covered a few of them in my podcast and my vlogs. Um, mm-hmm. I've never like went out and did a full, like I said, full blown investigation, only, only the Stowe Lake one. And I did that in the middle of the day because, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a coward and I don't go out at night. <laughs> um, but yeah, so those are the ones here. Do you guys have a lot out there? Yeah, we do have the white lady. We also have the green lady. Uh, you know, every color there is in the rainbow. Yes, we have all those ladies. Wow. Uh, I would I would work down at um, Makilo. Uh, it was a place called the Clubhouse. And um, if you go to the west side, like you're before the Kapolei or Makikilo cutoff, you look to the right, to the mountain range, there used to be a clubhouse. I guess it was for golf or whatever, yeah. or I guess it Whatever. So I worked security over there, and every time I would relieve this Filipino guy, he would like give me the walkie-talkie or whatever, and he's like, "You look out for the 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 white lady, come and get you during the." And I had like the midnight shift, yeah. So it was just dark, and I was just chill in my car. I was like, "Great," but I had bad eyes, so like if anything was gonna come and get me, he's like, "Come and get me," because I can't see anything he's anyway. There. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, we would always have like the in the green lady, the white lady. We had the lady down at um, uh, what was that? Wailea Drive-in or the, well, the drive-in theater. The lady with no face. Oh wow! Like in the in the women's bathroom, like she'd be like combing her hair, and then like you know people would just be looking at her, and she had no. She turned around with no face. I think my grandma saw saw that. She uh, she saw the lady with no face in the bathroom. 
Yeah. Oh, you change your background to the, uh, to the shiny. Uh, shiny. <laughs> <laughs> did you do the Jason thing during the I show? D- no, you I, did, I just did the Jason thing for the shining. <laughs> that doesn't you. make sense. You can't do that. What, you. what is the shining? Here's or, uh, Johnny. Uh, here's, here's Johnny. Johnny. Here's yeah, Johnny. yeah. You can do that. Want to play with us? That's the. That's the. Yeah. The, the, the Want one. to play with us? No thanks. No thanks. Um. But yeah, there's not a lot. I mean, there's a lot here. And a lot of it is more, again, urban legends, something that happened in the 1800s. Um, There's a lot of places to visit. There's a place here called Sutro Baths that is just ruins that they used to say back in the days when I was, you know, roaming the streets. It's a place to go if you want to, you know, worship the devil because the worshipers would go there and they would sacrifice, I don't know, a pig or whatever. You know, it's, it's one of those things where I wasn't dumb enough to go out at night to go see if they were actually doing that mm. so uh my friends and i this is a true story uh i think maybe a year after i graduated me and my friends and i we would go in a jeep wrangler or my my friend bronson's jeep wrangler got about seven of us in there and we would drive up to uh you know where wailua wailua plantation or whatever to the left is a hay owl okay and hey and hay owls if uh your listeners are listening that's what they do. Uh, hay owls are places where they sacrifice people. Sacrifice they have yeah. babies or something over there. And it's just a very sacred place. Yeah. Anywho, so we were going to go and uh, explore late at night. We, all of us went inside. Then two people stayed in the, uh, the Jeep. It was uh, my friend Bronson and my friend Mark. And we we're walking out to the hay owl. And then all of a sudden, like, it was windy. And then stopped blowing. Ooh. And we, well, all of us stopped and we're like, okay, this is weird. Now, all of a sudden, we hear my friend Bronson and my friend Mark yelling. And we're like, what the hell? So we ran back. And obviously, because I'm the big kid, I'm the biggest one. I was the last one to get in, <laughs> in the Jeep. <laughs> so we, my, my friend Bronson hauls ass out of the hay owl, almost hitting the big ass rock in front of us. And we all over and we went to a gas station. And I was like, what the hell are you guys laying for? Apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My friend Brownson and Mark saw in front of the windshield, it was like a little white kind of, looked like maybe a little minahuni or something. Oh, wow. With a face. And what they saw was it went in front of the windshield and looked at them. And then it disappeared. And that's why they started yelling. Mm. And my friend Mark, to this day, like he just don't know what the hell it was. Yeah, of course. It just said it scared the crap out of them, and that's yeah. so that happened to us. For, and, for yeah. the ones who don't know, Menehui is uh, like little uh, little people. They're they're like, it's basically Hawaii's leprechauns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. If, you, if you can, yeah, and it's little ones. Oh, I go to the McGarrett House Mondays and Wednesdays for a five O tour, and yeah. Sue's. America Tani uh, is the owner over there, and she said that she's experienced a couple times when she had Menahunis. She saw Menahunis. She actually had a Menahuni crawl or walk on her foot, on the foot of her bed. And he said they, it looks like they have like oil all over her bod- their bodies, and they're just little men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just little, just miniature people. And yeah. One stepped on her bed, and then she looked at it, and she's like, "Go away!" And right when she said that, it just vanished. Mm, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. That I, I would. Uh, that was one time. Second time where uh, I guess one of her guests or friends went in the bathroom and saw one <laughs> in the bathroom, like a little man doing And when she's telling me this story, is like I truly believe that that's true. Yeah, I, I believe in. I believe in everything that's cool. Especially Hawaiian, because yeah. I believe in, I believe in Pele. Yeah, uh, Pele's, Yeah, to me, Pele I is. To me, Pele is real. It happened to my mom, and uh, yeah, probably when, when we're done with this podcast, or that'll be my. I'll tell the story about. You tell the yeah, yeah 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 yeah. When I when I lived out there for a while, um, it was the first couple months, first couple weeks. Sorry, first couple weeks I was there, and and you know I I was uh, living with two German guys, you know. Oh, they always like to party. Wunderbar. 
They always like to party. Yeah, they were students at UH, and they were always, you know, always like, hey, we're going to go out to drink. You want to go? And, you know, sure enough, I'm new. I didn't want to just be the guy sitting at home. So I went to a beach party with them one day, and it was at night, and I was talking to one of their friends who was a, you know, German girl, really thick accent, and, you know, I'm thinking to myself, man, I don't have a shot with this girl whatsoever because I don't understand a word she's saying, right? And then, like, one of the girls, there was, like, about eight of us. And then, you know, we're doing what we do. We're having drinks. We're at the beach. There's a little bonfire going on. Um, One of them turns around and looks up at a hill, and she says, we got to go. And I'm like, you know, we, we just literally just got there. And then, like, everybody else... I see people like kicking um, sand in the fire. They're trying to grab everything. And they're like, let's go, Eric. We got to go. I'll explain tomorrow. And I'm like, what the the hell? What are you guys talking about? So like we get in the car, we drive off. No one says a word to each other. We just, and I'm like, the hell's wrong with you guys, right? You guys just ruined my my fun. So the next day, one of the guys, they just happened to both be Michael. One was Mike, one was Michael, told me the story of the, um, the night marchers. And they said, when we looked up there, we saw like torches that looks like they were coming down to the beach. And I said, okay. So he told me the story and I'm like, nah, you guys, no, you guys are no way, dude. That's not real. You know, this is before iPhones and all that stuff. So that same day I went over to the library and I checked out an encyclopedia. I looked at an encyclopedia and I read it and I'm like, oh my God, you guys, I'm never going out with you guys again, (laughs) you know? My marches are basically was basically uh what is it, babe? Like uh, night marches, like goes out and kills people, hitmen. Yeah, yeah. The warriors and the hitmen of Kinkamemme. Yeah, yeah. This is this was. Yeah. I remember. I just remember it was a beach over on the east side. I don't remember the name of the beach, but uh, yeah. it was. Yeah, it was. It was kind of like it was creepy to me to even hear about that. So I'm like, ah, I'm not hanging out with you guys again. So. There's more stories that Lupaka company told about night marches. He knows a lot about night marches and all that. Uh, yeah. It's very true. It's very true, dude. I, I, I don't understand why these scientists and all that try to say that ghosts and all this stuff is not real because come to Hawaii and you experience yeah. it for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah. It's, it's super cool to hear, but yet, it's scary because it's true. Yeah, it is. When it happens to your loved ones and people that you know, and you've seen it yeah, in front of their eyes and experienced it, like you can't tell me that it's, oh, it's fog or it's, uh, it's hallucinations yeah. or it's because, you know, you know, you drank a lot and then, you know, yeah. you just saw all these stuff. Like, no, dude. Yeah, it's real. No, I mean, I spoke yeah. to, I spoke to a guy who he was my neighbor and he told me the whole story and he was like, yeah, you know, just if you do happen to be at a beach, just bow down, look down and don't look mm-hmm. up till they pass you. Cause you look at yeah. them, then they'll take your soul. And I was like, what? It's like, yeah. I, apparently if you have a loved one on the other side, uh, the night marcher will look at you and say, Maki, Maki, which means dead or die. Mm. And then your loved one will step between you and the night marcher. Say, ah, ole, make, whatever. Just tell them when I march, you know, this is my family member. Mm. And then the night marcher will not <laughs> kill you. So that's it. That's a short version of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, but, that's, uh, that's nice. To, it's good to hear that someone, you know, like I said, this was years ago, back, back in the days. And, and just hearing that hearing that story and like being that close to something like that really freaked me out and gave me a lot of respect for Hawaii. That's why it's like, you know, when I live there, you know, it's like, okay, you can live here, but just respect the Island, you know, cause the Island gives back. You just can't take things from the Island. So, Mm -hmm. so it's kind of cool. Hey, Sean, this has been fun, man. I know, I know we went a little bit over the time, time frame, but thank you for sharing your stories with me. Thank you for sharing everything with, with the group here. That's going to listen to us. Sean Garnett again. You can follow Sean Garnett on Instagram, Hawaiian Dude seventy seven. Yeah, I, I, I know your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I follow Sean. Sean also does gigs in Hawaii. So for you guys 
who are listening and reach out to me and says, hey, I want to watch your, your boy. Where can we watch him? And I tell mm-hmm. you to go watch him. Go up to him and say, hey. Yeah. My friend. Don't Eric be afraid you. like your friend that came to see me. He came and, to watch uh, you. He didn't, he didn't come up to me? He didn't come up to you. You know, he said, he said you had a break. Um, huh. I forgot to ask him where he was. It was definitely one of the places in Waikiki that you were there. And he okay. came up. He No, he, he said he was going to come up to you, but you got up to go somewhere. And I was like, dude, he's probably going to use the bathroom or grab something <laughs> to drink. I said, but you still yeah. went up to him. He's like, ah, I didn't really want to bother him. You know, maybe next time. I'm like, all right. I'm a very bothering kind of person. Yeah. Bother me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I went and bothered Sean at Cuckoo. Was it Cuckoo Coconuts? Yeah. Bothered Coconuts, Sean yeah. and went over there, paid a good meal, paid some good food, waited yeah. for him to finish, and bothered him after that. Yeah. Yeah. Some people bother me while I'm playing. Yeah. Actually, while I'm singing. Yeah. Uh, can, during the word. Can you I'm play Guava Jelly? Like- guava Jelly. We like to hear <laughs> yeah. Guava Jelly. Exactly. <laughs> you play Tiny Bubbles? I'm like, yeah. Tiny Bubbles. Play an Elvis song. Come on. Come on. I, I had somebody ask me to play the Hukila song. He was like, go in to Hukila. Wow. Like, I forgot about oh. that song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Jeez. Again, thank you, Sean, <laughs> for joining. Thank you guys for jumping on. Thank Anytime, you guys for being bro. part of this podcast. Again, Sean, Hawaiian Dude 77 on Instagram. And for everyone out there who's going to go trick-or-treating, trick-or-treat safe. Check your candies. Yes. And get home in time because the next day is school and work. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Thank you, guys. All right. I want to thank Sean Garnett, Cousin Flipper from Hawaii Five-0. Big thank you for jumping on and sharing his ghost stories with me here on the Daily Podcast with me, Eric B. I want to wish everyone a happy, safe Halloween. Parents, check your kids' candy. Make sure there's nothing creepy or, you know, all that stuff about it. Um, Go ahead and follow me on the Daily Podcast with me, Eric B. You can find me on all podcast platforms. Again, I'm available at the Daily Vlogs Podcast.myspreadshop.com for any merchandise you want to purchase. Until next time, I want to thank you guys again for listening. The podcast is ended, guys. Go in peace. This is still probably the best. It's Bob Halloween. Thanks for listening to the Daily Podcast with Eric B.